Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Friday, 20th October, 2023. Our bit today is taken from Ephesians 1, verse 17, which says, The Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And this morning, friends, as we declare... We leave a spell declare wrong right away. Anyway, this morning as we declare TGIF, thank God it's Friday, a gentle rain is falling upon the land, providing some most needful nourishment. For lately, rain is not something we've been seeing much in our area. So we are indeed grateful for this heavenly blessing. And on this rainy Friday morning, I want to share an interesting prayer of Brother Paul's in his letter to the Ephesians. We all know that he had some interesting prayers, not so much for blessings in health, material and worldly things, but more for spiritual maturity. And this one is a gem. So let's read as he writes, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And that's Ephesians 1, 15 to 17. What a powerful prayer that is, my brethren, for it involves our spiritual understanding of Christ and the Father that we might get to know and understand them better. The scholars term it a disposition consisting of wisdom and revelation in him. Yes, friends, it's all about spiritual maturity, which is the Father's eventual wish for us for all to eventually be as close as possible to the character of Christ. That's why we are going through all the unfair, unjust, and distasteful stuff we are going through, so that we can grow into the likeness of Christ. And it's not easy, no. But as we keep on saying, whatever God desires of us, he gives us the wherewithal to accomplish it. And if he wants us to be like Christ, then he's given us the tools already to do so. We just have to wake up and use them. And above all, be committed to accomplishing God's will for our lives. And that's where the wisdom and revelation of knowing him comes in. And furthermore, Bro Paul sweetens the pot by continuing. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, word, who believe according to the working of his mighty power. And that's Ephesians 1, 18 to 19. And yes, bro, Paul can be extremely complicated as though he's speaking to scholars and not ordinary 
mostly unlearned people. But that's the way it is with some very educated persons. They just can't explain things simply. However, the scholars explain those verses thus. When the figurative terms are removed from the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, the clause means that your mind's understanding may be fully enlightened. And this clause further explains verse 17. Meanwhile, that he may know signifies that the believer comes to know three things upon being enlightened. The first is, what is the hope of his calling? That is, he realizes how sure and certain is his heavenly destiny. Number two, what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. That is, the illuminated Christian recognizes more and more both the priceless value of his salvation and what a priceless treasure he is to God. And thirdly, what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe means perceiving how God's power has changed him since conversion. The Christian experiences to a greater extent this divine strength in daily living. And of course, oh my people, what a glorious prayer for both the Ephesians and all believers that the Lord will help us understand what's going on in our lives, especially the spiritual aspect, so that we can wake up and more fully understand and believe, then totally surrender our souls and so truly enjoy the life that Christ died for us to have. Now, that's what the majority of us need to learn and know and put into practice if we are ever to turn this evil and ungodly world around. Because knowledge and understanding don't cut it by themselves. No, action is needed to complete the scenario. Yes, as James says, even so faith, if it had not works, is dead, being alone. And that's James 2.17. And that's what's wrong with our world today, my people. We Christians claim to have a whole lot of faith, but our works, our godly actions are very negligible in the great scheme of things. Consequently, our world has fallen deep into the mire of Satan's evil and ungodly power. Thus it becomes of the utmost of sorry, thus it becomes of the utmost importance for believers to stop talking as much as we do and instead step up our godly action. But getting back to Paul's prayer. He's not done yet, no? No. He goes on to explain about the mighty power of God. But I believe we'll leave the rest of that until tomorrow. Obviously, if God spares life, because it will make the bit too long. And you know, we strive to keep it as short as possible. Not that we are always successful. So let's consider what we have learned today and try to put it into practice. Pray for those we love to
to be filled with the spirit of wisdom and revelation in Christ Jesus, so that we can all truly know him and all the benefits and riches his saving grace bestows on us. Now, let's go to the throne of grace in confidence, but sincere humility, and through our Friday chant, ask for divine help to handle our many earthly problems. As one prayerful voice, O oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough because our many serious problems are escalating instead of improving. And it's obvious we can't fix them on our own. So Lord, we are desperately crying out for your help. O oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat the simmering unrest in our land. We therefore ask you, Lord, to give our leaders the wise guidance to handle these unexpected storms properly. And please help the rest of us to be responsible and to stay safe amidst all the anxiety and confusion of these ungodly times. We fervently pray too, Lord, that you'll use the discontent and dissatisfaction in our land as a means of restoring faith in you. Please, re please return backsliders to your fold. Show them the error of their ways. And please introduce to a new flock of believers who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. We pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And now, friends, since the eyes of our understanding have been enlightened, we now know that the only way to get divine help is by turning from our evil ways and by being obedient to the word and will of Almighty God. So let's do it now. Much love. And the postscript for today says, to truly understand living for Christ, one must spend serious and sincere time with him. And that's the truth, friends. You can't know anything about anybody or anything else unless you spend time, serious and sincere time, inquiring and learning. And that's what we need to do so that we could live sincerely for Jesus, spend time in his word and talk to him in peace and quiet. So let's get together and do that today. No? And we pray it all in the mighty name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.